African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Good morning and welcome to yet another interactive installment of African Dialogue. You're tuned into Channel Africa, your gateway to Africa, bringing news from an African perspective. I'm your host, Ayanda Mkwanazi, and we're currently on the frequency 7230 kHz on the 41-meter band to Southern Africa. Senegalese President Macky Sall is on course for victory in the February poll with nearly 60% of votes, according to preliminary figures provided by local media and a source inside the Electoral Commission. Local media further says his closest rival, former Prime Minister Idrissa Sek, is said to have won won 20%, with former tax inspector Osmani Sonko receiving a mere 16%. Sal's team declared him victor on Sunday, but the opposition said their results showed he had not won the required 50% of votes to avoid a runoff next month against a second-placed candidate. Sal won popularity for driving economic growth during his first term, building highways, and an airport and widening the electricity grid. Yet the opposition and rights groups criticized him, saying he uses influence to bar major candidates from running in the election because of corruption convictions. Now, to help us unpack this discussion, we're joined on the line by Ibrima Sal, who's an executive director at Trust Africa, and Jean Boissa, who's an African analyst. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, Good morning. madam. Thank you so much for, for joining us. If I may start with you, Jean Boissa, I mean, vote counting is underway at the moment. Preliminary results are sh- indicating that um, President Makisal will retain his position. Do you think um, the final results will tell a different story? Uh, well, uh, thank you, madam, for having us, and thanks to your listener. I doubt that there would be uh, a different story and a different narrative to... Uh, the current uh, preliminary results, uh, just for the mere fact that uh, uh, President Macky Sall has done uh, tremendous work for the development of his uh, country. And this development of this country, as you mentioned it earlier on, is uh, uh, regarding the infrastructure that he has built uh, throughout uh, um, Senegal, but also um, what he has done uh, regarding the link between Gambia and Senegal with the bridge that was built uh, together. This shows that when Africa, they want to work, the African leader, they want to work for the benefit of their people, they can do so. So I don't see any change uh, regarding the, the result of uh, the current election. It might even increase because you must understand mm. that uh, um, sub, uh, Senegal is uh, uh, 80% a rural country, and that is actually what uh, Sall has been tackling, the infrastructure, not only of uh, cities, urban area, but as well as uh, the rural area. Mm. Um, Ibrima Sal, what are your thoughts? I mean, uh, Jean is raising some important points there that uh, the president has done well in terms of retaining the economic stability, and meeting some of his um, his earlier promises to the people in terms of infrastructure and, and services. Do you also expect him to, to win this election? Yes, first of all, good morning and thank you again for Hello, having me. Hello, Ibrima. 
Yes, hello, can you hear me? Ibrima, can you hear me? Hello? Okay, I think that um, we have lost a connection with Ibrima there. Let me stick with you, Jean. Now, there's also criticism that, you know, the fact that um, some of the other candidates were barred from participating in, in this election. I mean, had they participated, would we have seen a different type of, of backing or elections swaying to the other side, like the former president's son? Well, I don't think that uh, we would have seen a different uh, story regarding the, the current results, mm. because we must remember that uh, uh, the president's son, uh, Karim Wade, and uh, the former mayor of uh, Dakar, uh, Khalifa Sol, uh, both were involved in uh, actions or deeds, presumably, that were wrong. And therefore, the, the constitutional court, which had ruled that they could not participate, and we must also understand and, and earth and make the people understand what is the constitutional court in uh, Senegal. It is actually called a council. And why a council? Because it's made of wise people. And this, again, brings us to the narrative of what we want to do in terms of democracy in our continent. Because this uh, tells us that uh, the Senegalese, Mm -hmm. which is anchored and uh, encouraged their traditional um, way of ruling the country, uh, makes it easier for these elders, wise men, Mm -hmm. to know what is best for the population. So I don't think that if ever uh, Khalifa Sol and Karim Wood would have been there, they would have changed the current result. Mm-hmm. Maki Sol has done very well, and we need to be positive for the African leaders and to follow suit of what other leaders are doing now. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are challenges, there are mistakes. Mm-hmm. We are all uh, bound to make mistakes because we are human. Mm-hmm. But there are no, uh, apart from the conflict that used to prevail in Casamance, there's no conflict now in Casamance. It's a peaceful state, there's stability, and that is what every African state must aspire for. Mm-hmm. Peaceful stability so that we bring development for our people, we bring development for the neighboring country, and as well, we look for the future generations. Because I'm always amazed that people are talking about Agenda 2063. Yet, leader, African leaders are not working toward that Agenda 2063 to alleviate poverty and to bring peace in Africa. Um, Ibrima Sal, are you with us? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry for what happened just now. Ibrima, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you very well. Can you hear me? Okay, Hello? I'm not sure if he's still there. Um, Jean, now, here, I mean, I'm you're here. talking about I'm the stability here. and how he has maintained it. I mean, you know, are we able to also point some of the examples? Um, you know, what makes him such a darling to his country? Well, uh, we need to go back in terms of history, and I raised it on my last interview on ENCA when I said that, uh, for instance, uh, the Senegalese people have been a part and parcel of the French uh, government since uh, colonization. In fact, what they did, the French colonization, it's this policy of assimilation, which the, Angle, the English-speaking country didn't have. Mm. And if you notice correct, uh, correctly in Africa, 
we have this Senegal and most African countries that speak French that mm. are relatively stable, and we have uh, the English-speaking countries that are also relatively stable and progressing, and we have in the center of Africa countries that have got uh, the same leaders for the past 40, 60 years since independence. And it is always amazing to see if it is not uh, the sun, uh, and this comes back to Karim Wade, who would become a president after his father. Uh, John, if I may interrupt, I, uh, sorry if I may interrupt, I just want to check if Abrima Sal is on the line. Abrima, can yes, you hear I'm, us? I'm, I'm on the line, yes, and I can hear you very well. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you clear. Okay, okay, okay. John, you can just finish your point, it's fine, and then I'll come to Abrima. Uh, yes, I was saying yes. that uh, um, Makisol has done very well. He has uh, put the infrastructure on or- in order. He has brought and uh, is building uh, the Silicon Valley for the West of Africa mm. that would normally propel uh, educa- not only education, but re- the area of research where we Africans have failed for many years and many decades. Mm. Now, Abrima, if I may bring you in, earlier on uh, we were discussing the fact that uh, vote counting is underway and preliminary results are indicating that uh, President Makisal will retain his position as president. Um, and and Jean giving some clear points as to why he thinks that he will, um, you know, after the vote, still win the election. What are your thoughts around that? I mean, is he likely to still just go on in this winning streak? Yes, yes, I think the all indications are that he has won these elections because um, there are a lot of um, different people tabulating the results. Um, if you see, for example, Senate Web, which is a, a very popular um, website that is um, very, very credible, mm. and the latest estimates this morning are actually saying that he will win by about 58%, and they're basing their estimates on uh, work done by uh, another website called Senegal Vote, Mm-hmm. which has taken just the, what they call the proceverbal. I mean, when at the, every polling station, uh, the parties are represented, the officials of the Electoral Commission are represented, and then they agree on what came through. So they collected those, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 reports and uh, came to these this figures that they are giving. So, so, so a lot of sources actually seem to be indicating that Makisal is leading by a very important margin, the, 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 these elections. And it's gone actually beyond the 50% that are required mm. to be elected after the first round. And so uh, the, the, we, we, do, we have no idea as to what the opposition is basing its own estimates because they're coming with a lower figure, but that probably they will explain you know, later mm. on. Mm. But yeah. we, also, we also have this, this uh, challenge when um, opposition parties, before uh, results are announced, fin- uh, final results are announced, always contesting. I mean, we've seen it in Nigeria, we've seen it in the DRC. Um, do you think that um, they've got a leg to stand on in this instance? I mean, or are they just doing their job, opposing what they're supposed to? Well, I mean, in this instance, I think the debate goes back to how the whole process unfolded. I think some of the arguments are based on the fact that uh, they have um, they increased the number of signatories that is required for a candidate to be able to be recognized as a valid candidate for the presidential elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the different, different views here, the, the, the ruling party and the president are saying he invited opposition to a conversation about how to go about, uh, you know, um, rationalizing the, the, you know, the candidacy process and so on. 
and the opposition is saying, no, 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 the president just forced his way through. So uh, part of it has nothing to do with exactly the way the voting went, because all the reports of the observation missions that were around the European Union, the African Union, ECOWAS, um, civil society, they all are saying that civil society hasn't officially proclaimed its position, but for what we know, they're all saying that the voting was free and fair. Mm. Right, and so uh, one one doesn't really see a basis for for contesting, the, you know, the estimates that put Macky Sall as the as the winner of the elections. Mm. And and let's look at um, Macky Sall as as you know, who's, um, you know, Jean Boasa mentioned that he feels he's like a role model to the Afa, uh, other African uh, leaders in terms of how elections should be conducted, and they have been fairly peaceful, right? But there were also those complaints about um, how the government was clamping down on protests and how political parties were also having their own feuds. Um, do you think he's really showed um, great modeling to the rest of the continent so far? I, I, think, I think in terms of the, 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 the development that uh, Jean has been referring to, I think he's, he's right. There's been a lot of work done, a number of projects uh, accomplished, and uh, there's, uh, one could see strong determination to transform the the economy and the society and move move Senegal into a, a higher level in terms of uh, development and, and and transformation. Uh, on the other hand, in 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 the in the way certain issues were handled, there have been issues that civil society has been saying that could have been handled differently. Um, and all the the cases that have been going on, uh, they have grounds for going after people very clearly. Some of those who were who were taken to the courts, mm. uh, and uh, but then the, the 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 what has been critiqued is the sort of sele- selective nature in in which they seem to be going after certain people and not others, right? Mm. Uh, and and yeah, but 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 the fact of the matter is Senegal is still a place where it is possible to speak out one's mind mm. and to organize demonstrations. Although there have been instances in which some demonstrations were were forbidden from being held. Uh, but it's still open, and there's a very vibrant debate going on in the media, in you know, in mm-hmm. public forums, in organised by civil society. So in that sense, I think there's something to 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 look at here in Senegal, and 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 one would wish to see more of that in the country around. Mm. That's in, the in voice. Yeah. Sorry, I wanted to say, yeah. Okay, that, that's the voice of Ibrima Sal, who's an executive director at Trust Africa. He's joined also along, on, alongside him, Jean Boissa, who's an African analyst. We're going to take a short break and we'll continue after this. Welcome to Change Your Game on Channel Africa, the African perspective. We are coming to you from Johannesburg, right here in South Africa. I'm Asanda Beda, your host. Change Your Game, the program that promotes open discussion and social dialogue as we highlight real issues in the African entrepreneurship ecosystem. Trevor Mumba now joins us in studio to talk about his entrepreneurial and personal journey. Welcome to Change Your Game, Trevor. Thank you so much. Um, It's an honor to be here. Palesa Mukubong, who's a designer. Welcome, Palesa, to Change Your Game. Thank you. Your role at the fourth annual Fashion Without Borders event? I just know that I need to arrive and, and, <laughs> okay. and do my part and do it really, really well. Swiss chocolate wouldn't be Swiss chocolate without African cocoa. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you think about it that way because you realize just how important Africa is to the global economy. And as long as we are deemed to be inferior by the community out there, nothing's ever going to change. I believe it was one of the uh, ancient Greek philosophers who said that when we teach, we'll learn twice. 
Hello Africa. Welcome to 1000 African Voices on Channel Africa. 1000 African Voices every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. with repeats on Sundays between 10 and 11 as well as on Monday morning between 3 and 4 Central African Time. 1000 African Voices with me Aburengwi C on Channel Africa. the voice of the african renaissance from an african perspective this is african dialogue remember we come to you every monday to thursday at 1100 hours central african time you're also welcome to interact with us via twitter at channel africa or facebook you can simply sms your views to plus 27796957930 If you want to send us an email please do so at info@channelafrica.org now we're looking at senegal as senegalese uh, voted this past weekend and vote con- counting is currently underway we're speaking to Jean Boissa who's an african analyst we're also speaking to Abrima Sal who's an executive director Jean Boissa um if i may pick up the, this part of the conversation with you if you were to characterize Macky Sall's leadership how would you characterize it compared to his predecessors Well, compared to his predecessors, I would say that he has uh, followed in the steps of the likes of uh, President, the late President Sédar Senghor and uh, Abdou Diouf, who was uh, uh, also the francophone uh, general secretary, uh, francophonie, uh, which is the equivalent of uh, the, com- the Commonwealth for English-speaking countries. So he's a positive leader uh, who has uh, taken into his heart Uh, to do good for humanity but not only for humanity but for the fellow citizens of uh, Africa to bring happiness to those uh, people that were not privileged and is uh, a modern is really a modern leader that Africa needs today and you must remember that he is among the heavy whites that um, uh, made it possible for Gambia to be able to have a new leader when Gambia had it saga during the debacle of uh, Yaya Jammé mm. uh, election. So it's a very important figure for Africa and a role model, I would state that. So we look forward to have many more leaders like him that they've got in their soul, uh, the soul of an artist, because you remember an artist is somebody who creates a beautiful piece of art for us to, to love and to cherish. Mm. So that's how I would define it. Macky Sall is an artist. Mm. Um, Ibrima, your sentiments? Well, I mean, I, I would agree it, it, with, the, with the analysis that, that he is um, he's a great leader, uh, I think, to put it simply, and mm. he has uh, accomplished quite a lot. Um, the the uh, there, there probably also a need to be a little bit more attentive to certain voices uh, coming in civil society and probably be. um you know a more i would say more open he is a very determined leader he wants to move the country forward uh, they they call him actually the, the builder uh, the president batisor the president who builds like he's got all these projects moving and and that's all very important uh, but two issues i think need to be also um, you know paid attention to mm. one is when i've seen lately a certain amount of measures taken a certain number of measures taken that then moved to sort of indicate that there is a kind of restriction of of possibilities that existed here for expression and for organization and i would just cite one 
uh, that well, has generated a certain number of anxiety, and that is a law that uh, gives the possibility to the government to shut down the Internet in a selective way if they feel that there is a need to do that. Now, we've seen that in other countries, and it, the, mm. the, the experience was not something that people were really happy about. Mm. And so it is hoped that Senegal wouldn't go that way, really. That you know. Second experience has to do with the presence of international NGOs in Senegal that are doing an excellent job here. But lately, uh, beginning with what uh, pres- the former president, President Ward did, he once just decided to deregister all of them and get them to re-register again on the conditions that, that were not very clearly defined. Uh, it has seems to be seems to be a little bit more difficult to establish and you know because and the reporting requirements are you know a, a bit very complicated to deal with and and, and so uh, I think there is a need to open up a little bit and to to uh, you know continue to allow civil society mm. and social movements to express themselves and to continue doing the good work that complements the work of uh, the government and the private sector, right? I think he has paid a lot more attention to the private sector, mm. uh, and it is important to also to make sure that these voices that articulate uh, the concerns of the people from the below are taken into account. And that should translate also into inclusive policies, right? Uh, there are programs for community development. There is a, a universal health program that has been adopted by the government, which are all very good. But if you go to a hospital in in Dakar, and mm. then you don't have you don't have resources to pay for the medical bills. You can go through a, a difficult experience. Uh, so, so the point I'm making here is, uh, and it, I think his, the, the growth rates are very high, uh, between six and seven percent, and that's been consistent for a number mm. of years now. Uh, so there is success in other, on that count. I think what needs to be, to be done is to pay attention to the weaker sections of society, and to make sure that uh, you know there is a lot more. A much greater attention paid to, mm. to, you know, to that dimension as well so that you don't have uh, a lot of people left out. Uh, and who do, you, who do you think should be driving that conversation? Should it be himself or should it be um, civil society themselves sta- taking a stand and making sure that um, people are, or those voices that you're talking about are heard? Well, well, I think the, 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 it, it should be both, right? I think, I think mm. there should be, there's been a tradition of a dialogue that existed, and there, there are key voices here that, that really are very, very important. Of course, civil society also doesn't, is not always very good at, at engaging the government, right, and engaging people in power. They tend to be, you know, right, out and critical and more, <laughs> more of that than, than, than constructive in their engagements, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's a, there's a, there are experiences, including in the elections, what civil society has done is to organize a situation room uh, and uh, looking at what is happening in the different regions. And when there is a problem at a particular polling booth, they would draw the attention of the authorities, mm-hmm. and then the authorities would step in to correct the, 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 you know, the mishaps that were not that were signaled. So, 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 so there is a possibility for having the dialogue going on. But as I said, uh, sections of civil society tend to be very sensitive to the arguments of the opposition. Uh, and one has seen, for example, in this particular moment when we have different estimates of the scores of the presidents and the candidates you know, of the opposition being made, some civil society leaders coming out and saying, well, well, you know what, um, they, they must have two rounds of voting, when in actual fact, uh, one doesn't see really the basis for certain claims being made. So, so, so civil society itself has to get its act together. Mm, mm. Uh, but I think there is a possibility for, you know, a really a, a fruitful dialogue. And, and, and to be to be to be to be to be you know uh, um, uh, unfortunately in this country that will mm. keep the tradition that has been built here uh, you know um, and make it stronger and and uh, and that uh, 
there are policies that will be inclusive and making sure that you know the poorer sections of the communities are also taken care of. Mm. Uh, and and that is translates in many things. I mean, some of the infrastructure development that has been made, the the the, the cost of uh, you know making use of them is, is quite high. Yes. Uh, and so this, this, the state really needs to come in and and, and assist the, the the poorer sections of the community. Now, Jean, earlier we spoke a little bit on um, Abdullah Wade, the former president. Now, you know, before the elections, he won, he called for people, you know, to sort of boycott the election. I mean, do you think that this was an appropriate move for someone of his caliber? Well, I uh, totally disagree that that could have been uh, an appropriate move from mm. uh, a wise person uh, that we, who is respected throughout Africa. And uh, I would uh, add to what you have, uh, we're just mentioning right now, that it is important that as Africans we get rid of these, uh, uh, what I usually call personally as the crab mentality. And I would explain what is a crab mentality. It Mm. is this little insect. If we were to take 10 and put in a basket, I always ask people and students questions, how long do we think that a crab will come out of a basket mm. compared to mm. an ant? And this is what has been going on in Africa, not only at the level of our families, but it goes along at the level of our cities, in uh, our clans, and notably throughout all the states of Africa, mm. because what is happening right now, it's bringing a negative uh, aspect on uh, our own integrity for our elections, our democracies, no matter how challenging those democracies are, but we need to commend and acknowledge the positive strides that other people and other leaders have done. Mm -hmm. And I guess he will correct himself and uh, maybe have a public apology, uh, which uh, African leaders haven't seasoned us for many years because it is important to recognize that uh, despite the challenges uh, uh, that are in Senegal, we have had economic growth Mm. and political stability, which is paramount of uh, Africa. We haven't seen that in many countries. Mm. We understand there is one-third of the population that lives below uh, the poverty line that is making every effort for people to uh, be able to live uh, peacefully, and that is what is important. We don't have uh, the death that we see in many other African countries when it comes to the elections or the violence. So why can't we commend that first instead of uh, looking thorns, or as I usually say in our African wisdom, to look life on the head of a bold person? Well, that's the voice of Jean Boissa, who's an African analyst. He's also joined by Ibrahim Asal, who's an executive director at Trust Africa. Let's take our last break and then we go to our final segment of the show. This is Channel Africa, South Africa's official international public radio station on shortwave, internet and satellite. From an African perspective, 
guess what? You can now listen to Channel Africa using Silozi, Chinyanja, Kiswahili, Portuguese, French and English, giving you an African perspective. Hi, my name is Tandalunya Nzogo and you are listening to Channel Africa. We love Channel Africa from an African perspective. Channel Africa, bringing you the African perspective. Hello. To celebrate African women's achievements, self-emancipation, human rights and democracy, listen to Humanity, Women in Unity, an advocacy radio program against all forms of gender-based discrimination and violence against women. Humanity, Women in Unity, on Channel Africa every Thursday at 5 past 10 Central African Time and every Sunday at 5 past 6 Central African Time. Humanity, Women in Unity, with Dr. Amalea Gonez-Malka, every Thursday at 5 past 10 Central African Time and every Sunday morning at 5 past 6 Central African Time. Channel Africa, celebrating African women's achievements, the voice of the African Renaissance, from an African perspective. Welcome back to African Dialogue. It's 25 minutes to 12. In 10 minutes' time, we're going to get an update from our econ desk, followed by our sports news. We're looking at the Senegal elections as vote counting is underway. We're on the line with Abrima Sal, Executive Director at Trust Africa, and Jean Boissa, an African analyst. Um, Jean, you know, Macky Sal did make priority. Um, promises um, during his election campaign, should he be re-elected? Uh, what are some of those promises and do you think that um, he should be picking up on those priority areas? Some of these uh, promises, and I will name the four uh, main ones that are uh, the growth of the economy, agriculture, education and health. Uh, and basically also bringing his country into the 21st century with uh, technology, which he has started, as I have said earlier on, with building uh, um, a Silicon Valley, not only for Senegal, but uh, for West of Africa. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is very important and critical because there's, um, there's a writer who used to say that... Um, uh, People are better ruled when they are hungry. Mm. But if we tackle agriculture in a country, it means that people will find food on the table. People will find uh, basic service delivery with health and education for their children, for themselves. And therefore, I do think that uh, President Makisol is on the right track to alleviate the poverty in his country, but also to bring the citizens of Senegal into the 21st century where they could communicate and get information uh, more uh, rapidly and quickly as possible so that they can also self-educate themselves. We need, and I hear uh, one of the, um, the adverts, that we need to talk about African renaissance. So mm. this research should also go into our own identity as Africans, which we have failed to do for many years. So I do believe that uh, not only that he has built a physical bridge between Gambia and uh, uh, Senegal, 
but it is also the bridges that we need to build between the communities that do not have the same uh, facility to express themselves so that uh, his democracy that he has installed will bring everybody to the African palaver tree, which is very important for mm-hmm. us to get an understanding of where is our destiny as a collective and as a uh, human being of this uh, continent and for Senegal. Abrima, mm. uh, your thoughts? I mean, what still needs to be done should he win, especially, I mean, on the fact that Jean has, the point that Jean has raised, that he's likely to continue on this fantastic economic trajectory? Yes, I think I think that's very very likely, and he he he, he should he should feel much more comfortable now that he's elected, you know, to move on with the with the transformation process that has been you know that launched already, uh, technology, education, agriculture. They've already been, I think, good progress in terms of you know pr- food production, rice production has increased, granola production has increased. Um, but but maybe uh, again it is in terms of uh, I, I like the, the the point made by Jean that there's a need to to get the communities uh, you know to be more united and then uh, around the projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody you know once said that the they have this uh, uh, plan Senegal emergency plan for an emerging Senegal, and what is needed is actually a pact for an emerging Senegal. Some of kind of a social compact. Rallying the different sections of the of the of the country, sections of the of the population, you know, the young people, the people of different ethnic groups, different regions, around the same project. Because I think the results of these elections also are revealing in another, in some sense, you know, with certain communities still voting for for people regardless of what happened. I mean, the big debate is about Tuba, which is the center city, main city of the of the Murid Confraternity, which is a major religious group here. Mm. Uh, the completed the highway that was uh, conceptualized by uh, President Ward in, in, a, in a very, you know, and it's an excellent. Now you can commun- travel from Dakar to Tuba in a short period of time. And so, and and, the, and yet Tuba city still voted in the majority for the opposition. Mm. You know, so and people are wondering, well, then what, what 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 is it that they need to understand to make sure that there are probably some frustrations, there are issues that you know, um, maybe need to be addressed that have not been addressed, you know, regardless of the fact that we've got this excellent highway now and some infrastructure in, in Tuba itself, as you have had in other regions. Similarly, the south of the country, Kazamans, uh, Ziganshore and, uh, you know, and Usui, some of the major cities voted for Sonko, the third person in line, who, you know, has some sort of connections with the, with the region. Mm. Uh, and, and people are talking about an effective vote in some instances, uh, like the North voted for mass- Maki very massively, so 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 uh, um, it, it's important to look into the into those issues and see ways of maybe putting on the table some of the frustrations that probably are still somewhere there and reassure uh, everybody that what is important is is Senegalese citizenship is being part of the community is being Africans located here in Senegal. And therefore, regardless of the language you speak, the region where you find yourself, the religion you practice, you know, you have a place here. I think there's work to do in that regard. And that is beyond Senegal, an issue that almost every African country has to address. Mm. I think we need to begin thinking and seriously seeing and feeling that we are Africans and wherever we are, what we need to prioritize is what keeps us together and what, you know, helps in moving this continent forward rather than being parochial in our posture and, you know, outlook or in the way we approach issues. 
And I think Macky Sall has an excellent opportunity now that he's elected, maybe to not only do that in Senegal, but also to help in pushing that conversation at the continental level so that uh, you have a it's sort of a, a movement uh, that it will probably help inspire other people elsewhere to, to, to begin thinking that way. You know what, if it is possible in Senegal, there's no reason why it's not possible in other countries as well. We've got about a minute and a half. Uh, Jeanne, I'll give you the final say. What are your parting shots to the conversation? Um, may you repeat your question, please? I'm saying um, I'm gonna, uh, you've got about a minute and a half left of the program. What are your parting shots to the conversation? Well, uh, we wish all the best to His Excellency uh, President Sall to not only bring... Uh, uh, Senegal forward, but also to think about other African countries that are actually in stalemate and struggling to bring so-called democracy in the Western uh, uh, thinking. So we want this democracy to prevail in Africa and to be as strong as possible, but also to give a freedom of expression to those uh, in Senegal that do not have the same uh, rights like politicians. This is my thoughts, and uh, better wish all the best. Well, thank you so much to both of you, gentlemen. That was Jean Boissa, who's an African analyst, and on the line. Abrima, we are very, very curious. Are you by any chance related to Macky Sall? No, no, no. <laughs> Just coincidence. <laughs> so you're also like a Khalifa Sal situation. <laughs> see, see, no see, relation see, at uh, all. Uh, absolutely. Just yeah. a coincidence. I mean, the, the, there are names that are very common here, and so <laughs> that's how it happened. But uh, it seems like many of the cells come from remotely, maybe five, six generations down the line. Okay. And there's a connection point probably somewhere. But, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, <laughs> we, had to, we had, we had to make sure before we, before we said goodbye to you. Thank you so much. No, no, uh, that's no, thank you for the invitation too. And thank you very much for the invitation. This thank has been you. a great conversation. And uh, I think whatever they, they're declaring official result, provisional results in just over an hour from now. Mm. Uh, I think the, everybody should accept the results. Senegal is a great democracy. And what, what, what everybody should do is to make sure that that is preserved right uh, mm-hmm. i think i think they can they can do that and so congratulations to both the opposition who contested and to the to the winner thank you so much both of you gentlemen that's ibrima sal executive director trust africa joined with also jean boisau an african analyst 